This is episode 33, and this is a shot of wrestling. It might seem crazy what I'm about to say. Erwin is here, so don't go away. We have the latest news and our cheers and heels. This week's word, we got a game, and away we go. Because it's Irwin. Listen up if you feel that Raw is number one. Because it's Irwin. Listen up if you feel that SmackDown is next to none. Because it's Irwin. Listen up even if you can't stand it when I sing. Because it's Irwin. Listen up to the voice on a shot of wrestling. So here we are, another week. Um, joined as usual, by Green Man. Hello, hello there. And if you can tell by our intro, let's get the music. The voice, Erwin Escobar, is gracing us with his presence. Once again, you guys went all out on that uh, intro. I, I loved it. I heard it. The it song was, was great. It Thank was you. good. Thank you. I'm honored. Yes, Should be. Thank you. Good. <laughs> it was a hard one to do. I liked it. It's I, like it's like you replicated yourself, like you cloned yourself in the yeah. studio. I layered myself. I, I don't know how you did that. that you know, and you and cool. you keep topping yourself with those intros for me. Thank you. Uh, a couple weeks, a couple weeks back, you had the Copacabana one, which I thought was really funny, and and now Brilliant. you got uh, happy, which is which is great. I I call it nappy. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. How you been, Raw? Long time. How you been? It's it's been great. It's been a while since I've been here. It's it's awesome because Raw just the Clash of Champions you guys got on the TV just showed. Uh, footage of Triple H cutting a deal with uh, Kevin Owens. That was great. Don't you just love those, those deals when they get cut? When yeah. someone someone offers you an opportunity right? and someone thinks about it and you don't think they're going to take it, but then they just take it. Yeah. Like Kevin Owens. He just took it. It's like Seth Rollins, right it's like, it's like Seth Rollins said, don't sell out. Buy in. Buy in. That's right. That's right. And if you want to buy into a shot of wrestling, please DM us at inbox at a shot of wrestling.com. We're looking for sponsors and people to play games, which hopefully you'll be joining us this, this oh evening. Boy. Yeah, buddy. Giving you a great opportunity to win one of these new King of the Game shows. Brand new shot of wrestling t-shirts. My track my track record with this uh, shot of wrestling game show is terrible. Just, j- just tell me where to send the check, all right? Can I just have a shirt? <laughs> you got to earn it. got to earn it. And then once you earn it, you will feel. Wait for it. That's right. What an amazing way to feel. You will feel glorious. Yeah, like you know, Bobby Roode, glorious. You, you guys are putting. You guys are putting these shirts over, man. Good job. <laughs> Thanks. Well, let me tell you something that needs to be put over is Clash of Champions, <laughs> because I feel like the show didn't deliver as much as it would. This is someone who loves the raw product. So let me tell you what happened here on a little review of the Clash of Champions. Every Raw title was on the line this past Sunday at WWE Clash of Champions, but only one superstar walked away with a, t- a new title. Want to take a guess who it was, Erwin? I'm going to go with Sasha Banks. Okay. All right, let's see if that happened, because we started the night with the pre-show. Nia Jax defeated Alicia Fox, and we... Got exactly what we expected on this one. Nia Jax dominated the match, but Alicia Fox was able to give Jax her biggest fight to date. 
The highlight of the match was Jack's front slam to the Samoan drop finisher. Very powerful move. How long from, is the segment? It's going to be quick. It's okay. going to be quick. Now we move right into the pay-per-view, Michael J. The New Day. We're getting really excited because these... These are these are Irwin's boys, the New Day. He loves the New Day. <laughs> Dude, I've been falling off on them a little bit, though. You've been telling me that, yes. Man. Well, let me tell you, they came and took to the ring to deliver their usual mic work. Gallows and Anderson followed, and they weren't in the mood for games and jokes. Gallows kicked off the action, and he took Biggie out with a big foot. In the end, Biggie hoisted Anderson to set up for the midnight hour. And champions retain the title. I don't you play by play. Yeah, why are you giving a play by play? <laughs> don't worry, I'm, I'm getting. Just, uh, we're results. almost there. We're almost there. Just the first match. The cruiserweight champion came out next, gentlemen. T.J. Perkins One. and the man <laughs> with the plan. Lost next. The Brian Kendrick followed. The match had some nice spots, and T.J. Oh. Perkins ultimately got the submission victory with his pantatine knee bar. However, this feud is just getting started. After a vicious mm-hmm. headbutt, Kendrick delivered to the champ. An instant classic between Cesaro and Sheamus to give a decisive winner to the best of seven series. Okay. This one ended in a no contest. Lies. <laughs> Lies. That's not true. Lies. <laughs> uh, uh, a no contest? No contest, my friend. Okay. It, it was a draw. The match had no decisive winner. Chris Jericho defeated Sammy Lane with a code breaker. Charlotte wins the women's championship with a new finisher. A big boop to the face and Bailey after she forced the hugger. A big boop to the face? Yeah. To the face. I'm in favor of that. Yeah. To the hugger to collide with the boss. Motorboat. And the motorboat son of a bitch. And Sasha Banks loses. No. Sad. Roman Empire finally is on his way up. Reigns won the United States Championship hmm. after fighting out of the accolade. Finally, Kevin Owens successfully defended the Universal title when Jericho came to the ring to buy Owens some time. The plan worked, and Owens was able to do the pop-up powerbomb and take out the referee. A new referee was brought in by Stephanie McMahon for the 1-2-3. Ooh. My boy, KO, retains the Universal title. And that was Kasha Champions, gentlemen. Yeah, wow, okay. Actually went perfectly with that song. So from beginning to end. So so which title changed hands? The United States okay. Championship. Yeah, Roman Reigns. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Zoned out. Zoned out? Yeah. I did. It was too long. <laughs> but, um too long, guy. But whatever. I, I I had a question but I forgot. It'll come back to me later. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's right. No shirt for me. No. <laughs> No, no, we'll, we'll sit here and wait. <laughs> no, don't sit here and wait, That's guys. It. There's, a, there's a lot of people listening out there. They may have not watched Night of Champions or Clash of Champions well, I, or whatever. I, I didn't. <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't shock me that you would be let down by it, though. I just feel the raw product has been lackluster. I mean, we could take a page out of Michael J. Putty's book because he claims that Raw is doing this on purpose. I didn't claim. I was offering you a question. It's, it was an observation hypothesis. Is Raw sucking on purpose to put SmackDown over? Then when SmackDown has a gain, garnered an audience, Raw kicking the second gear. Man, that's a terrible plan. It's it's a it, it's a plan nonetheless. We're doing it on purpose. But like people wanted to learn about last week's show. Maybe they want to learn about a little uh, words of wrestling. 
Oh, flat. How appropriate. This is a negative term to describe a wrestler's inability to perform. Wrestling's flat may be used to describe the inability to react or generate offense. For example, you may hear he came out flat in the match and couldn't get his off his offense going. The term is also mm. used to describe a crowd when they are not into it. Like Irwin was flat during my uh, yeah. re- very flat, <laughs> like a like a like a bottle of Pepsi that's been open for three weeks. Now that we know the, the word, the meaning of the word, play along to this week's drinking game and take a shot every time we say the word flat. All, all right, right, all right. Got your drink ready, Irwin? Yeah. I always feel bummed whenever I'm watching wrestling and the crowd is flat. I've noticed that a lot in DNA, at least in the early days. Ooh. Like the crowd in like the er- in like the front, yeah. front and center, they were just not into it, man. It's a bummer. It's a big bummer if you're that close to the action and you can't get into it. Yeah. You know? Especially because the, the wrestlers, they feed off that energy. Got to. You know? It's right. one of the, the main comments when they're working off those big balls like at WrestleMania. Big balls. <laughs> Bowls. Bowls. Like stadium bowls. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should change the word of the of the week to bowls. Hmm. A wrestling term to describe getting hit in the nuts. Hmm. Yeah, no, no, flat. no that, that joke came out flat. You know what's not going to come out flat? No. This week's Rewind. Show. What show? A show. The show. This is the show. You're listening to the show right now, baby. Zeb Coulter was interviewed by Sports Illustrated, and he had this to say about basing his character on on who? Clint Eastwood oh. in Gran Torino. That was a great movie, Gran Torino. Was it bad? Yeah. Yeah, we're back, baby. That was a quick break. Yeah, but we're back. Surprised. We're back. Oh, like, I was about to get up, and you came back with your drink already. I'm like, oh. I really wanted it. I wanted it. it. The excitement just made me feel like finally, after six weeks of these two guys fighting matches, like it finally felt important. It felt like this past week when the Mets faced the Phillies. How electric that game was. How the dramatics of that game was. Where the Mets were winning, and then the Phillies came and tied it up, and then the Phillies were winning, and then the Mets started winning, and then they went to the eleventh inning, and the Mets took it home, all the way home here in Queens, New York. Dude, you're getting old. The gray is coming in. CM Punk lost in his UFC debut so fast, his wife now calls him CM Blank. All right, Chris, what's your answer? CM <laughs> Oh, there's two good answers, though. Yeah, one. You write down. CM Tap. CM Tap. Ooh, good answer. Yeah. In the news with Michael J. Putty and the Green Man. All right, ready to go? All right, all right. We got some news. Some, yeah, slow news week. But WWE is now considered to be in the running to purchase TNA Wrestling, likely in order to acquire their company's video library. Green Man won't believe me, but back in no. episode three, I said this should happen a long time ago. About time. Finally, happening. It's better late than never. But you think they're just wanting to purchase it for the video library? They're actually going to do something with it. Just like, a video library. That's it. Yeah. Hmm. That that's a bummer. What else they're going to do with it? No, I mean it, more it's, video package on Bobby Roode, Austin Aries. Well, I think they they have AJ Styles. They're building the NXT brand so well that it's no longer even considered developmental. I mean, it's kind of 
bad to put TNA as the new developmental, but maybe use that brand as the developmental area before you get to NXT. Because NXT, I don't feel, is developmental anymore. It was being reported that something would have been done by this coming Friday as TNA Wrestling is said to have no money to fund this week's tapings or their Bound for Glory pay-per-view event, which is their WrestleMania. So Billy Corgan's checkbook is going to start bouncing yeah. soon? It's being reported, Dixie Carter has actually been engaging in negotiations with WWE over the past five days wow. in regards to potential sale of the promotion. Despite this, however, no final decision has yet been made whether or not they would actually acquire the company. Carter still retains all the rights, sell the company to whoever she, see fit, whoever she sees fit. The Billy Corgan is trying to get the money together to keep the company alive and well. No. Billy Corgan from Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, from the guy yeah. from Smashing Pumpkins. That's right. He's president of TNA. That is correct. <laughs> is he is he involved in the episodes at all? Yeah, I think so. I don't He's watch it. He's involved and he uh, <laughs> is funding. There were actually many situations where TNA was ready to shut out the lights. They couldn't even get a pay-per-view going because they couldn't pay the talent, the production of it. Billy Corgan stepped in with his checkbook and said, here we go. Let's get the show going. He's not president on TV. He's the actual president of TNA. Wow. I guess he just wanted to throw his money away, huh? Damn right. That seems strange. I mean, I think it's a bummer, I mean, if if they disappear or just become a video library because I felt, you know, they were a creative force. Like 10 years ago. Not even 10 years ago. I mean, with the whole video productions they were doing. I mean, it's good, have, it's good to have a force like that out there to... To take the to take the whale of a company and just make them change it up a little bit. Uh, I'm against homogeneity. If you have uh, if if you have another force, right, of, you. sorry, that's very bigoted of you. That's <laughs> you look that word up. Yeah, you, a lot of gay friends listening. If you have <laughs> if you have another another source out there, it kind of like spices things up a little bit and makes you step up your game. In other news, well. As we promise to keep you updated, here it is. WWE and Pro Sabin Sat 1 Sports Business Cluster 7 Sports announced a new multi-year agreement to televise WWE's flagship program Raw and SmackDown in German on Pro Sabin Max. Beginning in April 2017, this marks the first time the shows have aired on the same free-to-air channel in Germany. ProSibin Max has aired SmackDown since April 2014. WWE's popularity in Germany continues to grow, with more than half a million viewers on average tuning into WWE TV programming each week. Here's hoping that this news brings sunny days to Germany and its fans. In Adren Nachtrian. Nice. Two weeks in a row. Good job. Nailed it. As her theme song is playing in the background, Sunny has been arrested wow, perfect this past timing. Saturday. For a probation violation for not mm, showing up for her sorry. regularly scheduled drug and alcohol test that the judge ordered her to do so. She caught a huge break Edge. during sentencing for her triple DUI case, getting no jail time thanks to a lenient judge and a lengthy stint in rehab. She was ordered to submit to bi-weekly alcohol testing, so it's possible she didn't show up or she even failed the test. Sonny told TMZ after her sentencing last month, that just one slip-up could lead to some serious consequences. I guess that's why she wasn't available to do the interview with a shot of wrestling a few weeks ago. That's probably why. Yeah. We tried to get her. We tried. Boy, Sonny's she, a mess, huh? Yeah. She's a huge mess. She's got a dark cloud. Dark cloud over Sonny. In other news. Well, 
from slip-ups to sign-ups, or lack thereof, the WWE has not signed Tony Nese or Drew Gulak. But as of now, as Irwin's looking at me, who are these guys? Who? <laughs> who? 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 They are part of the cruiserweight division that it's now part of Monday Night Raw. Um, but as of now... They are continuing to work with the WWE due to the nature of their contract with Evolve. Evolve is also it's a indie promotion. Evolve's contract deals include a clause that states talents can get out of their contracts for WWE deals, but not for anything else. From the contracts pages to comic book pages in other news. Irwin's a big comic book guy. Yes. In November, comic book publisher Boom Studios will publish a one-shot titled WWE, then, now, forever, with an ongoing title debuting in January. This series will be adapting storylines from WWE television, beginning with the dissolution of The Shield from June 2014. Something you would read? That is something I would read because, you know, I I think that that was very dramatic and it it ended... You know, it, it ended up creating some good uh, storylines for the next year or two. Yeah. In other news. Well, from the dissolution of The Shield to the dissolution of his home, rumor has it that Raw no, Cruiserweight that Champion... That was a flat. <laughs> TJ Perkins allegedly has some backstage heat from recent comments that TJ Perkins made about being homeless. The reasons for the comments have hit a nerve with some of... The people backstage and in uh, independence, Dave Meltzer claims that people are telling him that the attitude from some of the other wrestlers is essentially, we were just like that too. What's so special about that? During recent media rounds, Perkins has talked about his experience about being homeless and motivating him to succeed. I have no problem with it because it's been a story that other people have talked about. Yeah, so why, why is it falling on TJ Perkins shoulders right now that's stupid scott hall came out with a dvd just a little while ago about him being homeless in florida and working nightclubs and strip clubs to try to make ends meet you know and then ma- finally made it big what is ends you know? meet ends meet <laughs> that's good that's a cliche but i don't really know what it is yeah Okay. Making ends meet. It's like the end of the thing that people throw away at the end of the day. No, no, no. It, it's uh, it's in reference to there we go. Uh, a bed sheet. Okay. You're making your ends meet. You're finding it difficult to make a meet in the center. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> Scott Hall is homeless now. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually doing really well for himself. They just uh, on the WWE Network. They brought up uh, the Legend Show with JBL. They had Scott Hall and Kevin Nash just talking about their history in the game. He's been clean for now, what, two years? So he's, he's on the up and up. His son is uh, wrestling in New Japan Pro Wrestling, Scott Hall's son. And he mentioned that he may want to be like a mentor in NXT, so who knows? Yeah, here's what not to do. <laughs> <laughs> Although he was a great wrestler, man. He oozes machismo in other news. Bret Hart opened up about his battle with prostate cancer in a recent interview. What he said about the beginning of the battle, and I quote, I never felt anything. I had no symptoms at all. It was a mystery to me that there was anything wrong. Devastating is a good word for how I felt about receiving the news. I was terrified of what my future might hold. It was a hard thing to accept. Can't imagine. Going public with his cancer 
at what age are you supposed to like test for like prostate cancer? Isn't there like a I think it's 50s. Yeah, okay. Unless you have pre history or, or some illness that's when you get the little yeah well you better get it checked out because you don't want that shit removed man if you get it removed that ends up fucking with your erection and your sex drive Oof. so I'll take a finger in the ass Oof. that's the next week we want yeah. <laughs> going public with this cancer I had no intention of telling anyone but as the day of my surgery neared I knew I'd tell my sisters and brothers about it I thought about what should I do then I decided I should have the courage to speak so that maybe something good would come out of what, was I, what I was going through Hearts advice to men, as you're asking. Yes, what, what is don't his be advice? afraid to find out the truth. Whether the diagnosis is you better, you better off knowing it's a simple blood test. If it's cancer, get on it as quickly as possible, it could save your life. So, get those fingers in the butts. <laughs> well, so that was the news. Was yeah, that's all news week. So, yeah, let's well, get to the wrestling. fun stuff. Like I said, every time he's on the show. I'll be doing you guys a disservice, limiting the voice's expertise to just wrestling. It, it would be. Erwin is the man of a thousand opinions. <laughs> yes. That, that, what, what, a, what a catch line. Yeah, that's good. Not so even gonna... just the nickname of the voice is pretty cool, but the man of a thousand opinions. Yeah. So it's time to do our favorite segment. <laughs> I got a lot of them. Yeah. Time to step outside the ropes. Talk about the list of Jarko, the list of the voice. Erwin, <laughs> did you catch the debate? What do you think? I caught the debate. Uh, I thought Trump interrupted Hillary Clinton. Excuse me, what? <laughs> lies. That's not true. That's lies. Very funny. Thank you. Good impersonation. I, he was yeah. stepping. He was stepping all over her. Uh, the the first part when she started talking. Yeah, the first the first part when she st- when she started talking about her economic plans, what she wants to do, raising taxes, yada yada yada. I thought that was exciting because I haven't really had a chance to hear her speak about that. Or here's Trump speak about that, for that matter. I've just been hearing a lot of just bullshit from him. But, I, I mean, I thought the debate was good. I thought Trump was melting down, especially when he said he had better temperament than her. Yeah. And, you know, a day later, a day later, or two days later, he just, you know, you get the aftermath where he just melts down, you know. He's complaining about the microphones. He's complaining about Lester Holt. He's, he says he's gonna <laughs> he says he's gonna bring up Billy C's infidelity. Meanwhile, he's gonna talk about Bill Clinton's infidelity. Meanwhile, Trump himself has had a bunch of baby mamas and has fucking been divorced two or three times. Who's he to talk about anybody's fucked up family? You know, she said some pretty nasty things about me. I could say something really horrible. I plan on saying something really horrible about her and her family tonight, but I'm not. I don't take the higher road. I'm not going to do it. I thought that was a real douchey moment yeah. on his part. Just don't say anything at all. Just don't say anything at all. Or say and just fucking own the doucheness. <laughs> well, this is like a classic wrestling match. You know, you have yeah. your heel and your face. Uh, Hillary was the face. Trump yeah, was the heel. Not to everybody. Uh, it it kind of reminded me of like uh, Jericho circa 2004 when he wore the suits. And he always had excuses about everything. Like, if things weren't going his way, it was like, I have an excuse for that. There's a reason it's not going my way. And like you mentioned, whether it be the mics or, you know, lies, lies, whatever it is, there's always a reason. It just gets to be too damn much with Trump. You were saying every time he mentioned the city? Every time he mentioned the city, he started mentioning how he had an investment in that city. You know, Abel just said... Trump is like a wrestler. He is like a wrestler because every time he started a sentence, he was putting himself over. Maybe he was coached by Vince McMahon uh, on a way to cut a promo. That makes him smart. 
You know, I thought it was kind of fucked up how his first answer basically was fuck China, fuck Mexico. China. That was pretty much like um, Lester Holt asking the question about bringing jobs back to America and immediately came out with stepping, beating up Mexico, beating up China. I mean, I don't know. Like Hillary, it just seemed to me Hillary was like, all right, Hillary acknowledged that we got some problems. Here's what we're going to try to do to fix them. There's some problems we're going to do to fix them. Whereas Trump seemed to play the blame game more. Trump to me seems like we got problems. They're China's fault. They're Mexico's fault. We need to attack, really attack them and fuck with them instead of solving the problem in the country. That that's the vibe that I got. Sorry so, if I'm being too loud. So I didn't I didn't watch the debate, but I watched a lot of the backlash of huh. the debate. You know, so a lot of people were saying, uh, you know, Trump came in strong. So did do you feel like he came in strong at the beginning of the debate? He did. Yes, if, if you were if if you were able to separate, able. if you were able yeah. to separate his. Energy and his bluster from what was actually being said, then Hillary did pretty well. But if you just, but if you get caught up by the yelling and the constant interrupting, then it looks like Trump in the early moments of the debate did did do much better than Hillary. Trump did a good job of pinning her down on flip flopping on the Trans Pacific Partnership on the TPP mm-hmm. because she was in favor of it, and then Bernie Sanders was against it, and then everybody joined on the Bernie bandwagon. And it looked like the TPP was a really bad idea, and most of America, yeah, you know me, and, and most Americans, <laughs> and it looked like most Americans were against it. And then, magically, she made the flip flop and said she was against the TPP. What's you know, wrong with that, though? I don't know. I don't even know. I've read tons of articles about the TPP. I don't know what the fuck it is. No, I'm saying flip flopping. What's wrong with flip flopping? Yeah, she 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 made a decision. She was wrong. Learned the facts and decided. I'm gonna change my opinion on this. I guess happens people, all the time. I guess people are against changing your mind and flip flopping if they don't find it's genuine. Like if you flip flopped on slavery, I guess that'd be a sensible flip flop to make. <laughs> but I mean, if, if you're flip flopping on the TPP, slavery was great. They're good people. <laughs> I work for people. It's a good Trump. It's a very good Trump. <laughs> you. you know, I guess if flip flopping doesn't appear genuine, does that seem bad? I don't know. I mean, it's just one more reason for conservatives and right-wingers and people on the fence to hate Hillary. But, you know, Trump did a good job of, of pinning her down on that, and she had to talk her way out of that. And Trump also did a good job on talking shit about NAFTA, because NAFTA has wrecked havoc on the United States, on the American population. I mean, let's not pretend that it's good for the working man. NAFTA, I mean, if you if you do if you do your research on it, was devastating for the working man. Mm-hmm. You know, and and Trump and Trump mm-hmm. appears like a populist. You know, he appears like he's for the working man when he talks about it. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Trump's wrong about NAFTA and the TPP. But he's probably right about NAFTA, and I don't know if he's right or wrong about the TPP. But he, so like his, T- TPP is that two ply toilet paper? I think so. Okay, the best. <laughs> um. So yeah, he he had he he had Hillary on the ropes, and but Hillary was able to bounce back from that and eventually. Con- you know, and eventually, quote unquote, win the debate because mm-hmm. Trump, you know, just melts down, he constantly interrupting her, and he looked bad. There was another thing that a lot of posts, people posting on Facebook and, and like about the debate, the fact checking. There was like a lot of fact checking mm. with Donald Trump, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like so, 
What, what does that mean? Was, the, was he just like talking out of his ass and then people were like, oh, no, 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 no. That's well, it means, tell you what it really it, is. It, mean, it means he was talking out of it. It means he was talking out of his ass. And it also means that, you know, you can also fact check the claims that Hillary made about him. You know, like Hillary said, Hillary, Hillary made the claim that Donald Trump said doesn't believe in climate change and said that it's a Chinese hoax. And as soon as Hillary made that claim, <laughs> Donald Donald Trump said, no, that's not true. Wrong. Well, guess what, motherfucker? As late as 2012 on his Twitter feed, he was going on and on talking about how climate change is, in fact, a Chinese hoax generated for generated by and for China. And as late as 2012. You know what I would like? Maybe they should do like rewinds of of their fact checking. Like, well, actually, we have you on videotape. Right? Isn't this your Twitter account or your Facebook or whatever you're posting on? Just to be like, oh, well, yeah, yeah, that is me. Okay. Yeah. Well, they do that on him. They do that on him all the time. You know, he says he says these things, and then you fact check him. You see his Twitter update from four years ago, and then it's just you know he just proves himself to be a liar. He digs himself in a hole. And, and you know you got these fucking kooky Trump supporters that are gonna vote for him anyway. And people see all this and they say they're still on the fence. I mean, I, I'm sorry if you're on the fence about a fucking white supremacist, then you are deplorable. <laughs> are they in baskets? You should be placed in a basket. You fucking basket case. If 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 you're still on, if you don't you don't know if you want to vote Uh-oh. for the white supremacist or a you're person riled up, who, who, who just or a lady who rubs you the wrong way. Uh oh, you're getting riled up. You know you always bring the. the the big topics. I didn't play the drinking game, and I glad I didn't because I would have been drunk within the first five minutes. <laughs> China, Russia, it's just ugh, it's a mess. Yeah, he, he mentioned China a bunch of times. Uh, Mr. Time. Trump, um, it's a nice suit. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling okay. Not as good as the people in China because they're screwing us every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everything's came back to China or Russia. You yeah. know, it'd, be, it'd be great if he had like a Chinese wife. Yeah, Where's his wife from? My hot wife. Melania? Yeah, she was... Slovenia or Slovakia. Oh, how great would it be if she was Chinese? Oh, the irony. That would be ironic. I don't think he would touch that. Wow. Um, Total Bellas is going to premiere on October 5th. Um, Do you know the premise of Total Bellas? The only thing I know is that it's a reality show that follows Nikki and... Brie Bella, right? Well, Nikki and Brie Bella are stemming off from their from the Total Bellas, from the Total Divas show, and they're going to be moving in in John Cena's house. So Daniel and Brie are moving in with John Cena and Nicole. So my question to you and is, and their sir, mom and John Laurinaitis. Yeah, right. Who, it's like a big happy family. To that? It's crazy. Well, that's my question to you. Everyone's How would you price. handle? Your brother-in-law, his wife and kid moving into your home. Well, in my home, it would be a nightmare because my home is small as fuck. But hopefully, John Cena's got a huge, sprawling mansion. He does. He's got a guest house. It's huge. (laughs) Believe me. (laughs) You know, I guess they're chilling in the guest house where hopefully they can have... Hopefully, uh, Daniel Bryan and whichever Bella he's married to just has their own space and they won't be crawling all over each other. Because that's I mean, that would wear thin real quick, man. In your in your life, in the Escobar, total, yeah, total Escobars. No, not total Escobars. <laughs> no, I'm canceling that fucking show. <laughs> Changing the channel. I, I was actually Keep thinking the prices, about right. I mean, we gotta be. Come before, on. you got you got to give me a bigger house. <laughs> don't make dollars. Don't make sense. Erwin. <laughs> 
NFL season's in full bloom. Mm. Recap the first three weeks. Um, the giant, the first three weeks. Um, yeah, let's talk about the Patriots. Everybody's because I love talking about them because I hate them so much. Everybody's like, oh, the Patriots—they were able to fucking overcome these injuries and be, and you know they're three and zero. Okay, they should fucking be two and one. All right, they beat the Cardinals because the Cardinals botched the snap. They should have <laughs> lost that game. And the next two wins are against the the bum ass Texans who are pretenders and the fucking Dolphins who ain't shit. All right, you want to talk about? It was closer than we thought it would be. It was seven, seven points. No, please. You said it. You said it yourself when I was texting you. The, don't get fooled by the final score because the Dolphins get, the Dolphins were getting their ass beat the entire day. They get beat twenty-one nothing, and then and then it's a blowout. So in garbage time, they're able to score a couple <laughs> touchdowns, right? And then the final score is 30, 31, 17 or thirty-one twenty-four, and it looks like oh man, Dolphins played them close. No motherfucker, <laughs> they were getting blown out the entire game, and the Patriots defense fell asleep. It's not a Dolphins bashing segment. Um, <clears throat> your Redskins? Hold on, because I'm not done with the Patriots. <laughs> I well, fucking well, hate like them so <laughs> much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all right, so the Patriots, all right, they, I'm telling you. you want him riled up. They get, they get so much. Okay, you got me riled up. They get so much props, okay? They're in a fucking division. They got six games against the bum-ass Bills, the Jets, and the Dolphins. Okay, that's six and zero every year. Maybe five and one because they struggle against the Jets. Abel, right. they they have a hard time against the Jets. In fact, they have such a hard time against the Jets that Tom Brady demands that his balls be deflated to certain <laughs> levels so he can play against them. A team that he Thinking beats on the back. regular. Uh, the you Dolphins know, beat the Patriots at home for the last so years. It's it's a surprise. They're, it's they they play in a shitty division, and then they get these out of fucking town games. They get games. <laughs> you know, they, uh, how many times are you gonna make them play the Texans and the fucking Titans? <laughs> they play the Titans like every fucking year. They beat the Titans every year. The Titans haven't been good in ten years. Good for them. You haven't seen the t- you know, and they but, they, but, they get spoon they get spoon fed this easy fucking so schedule. Wait a second. The Titans are not a good team. Uh, Correct. I'm, I'm getting the time. They, they, they they're gonna lose. play. They're they gonna lose. play the AFC South, Mike. They got the Colts, the Jaguars, the Texans, and the Titans. Whoa! What a tough schedule. The Jaguars. You know what the Titans should do? They should put their team on the line, like all Sigglers do it. No one would want it. <laughs> no one would want that bum ass team. They no. haven't been gonna. But the bottom line is, they get spoon fed twelve to thirteen wins a year anyway. You know, they got the Seahawks later in the year. Of course, Russell Wilson's injured, and oh, and the Seahawks got the bad online, so they're probably going to get that game. They stole the game from Arizona, but maybe not because Arizona may not have been that good anyway. They just got blown out by the Bills. And then they got the next game, and you know they're going to kick the shit out of the Rams and the 49ers. They could go 16-0 and this year. Hmm. Uh, who should I pick this week for my Survivor League? All right, now, who, who are our choices? What, what are the games that we're looking at? Excuse me. Now, who are the Bills? <laughs> who were the Bills playing? I'm making some side deals um, here. I put the Bills last. Uh, who they the, the Cardinals, the Cardinals. The, and they right. Uh huh. They have Washington over Cleveland. They're the number one pick right now. Stay away from that game. If they're the number one pick, you especially stay away from because you want to go away from where everybody else is. Bengals over Miami. Houston Cincinnati. over Houston over Tennessee. Houston. Denver over the Bucks. Denver. Pats over the Bills. Pats. Lions over the, the Bears. Lions. The Bears. Vikings over the Giants. Steelers over the Chiefs. Stay away from Vikings, Giants. Hmm. The boys versus the Niners. Oh, no. Steelers versus Chiefs. Stay away from that game. Uh, boys Col- versus Niners. Take the boys. Colts versus Jags. 
Colts versus the Jaguars. Yeah. Andrew Luck eats Jaguar for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. One percent of the league picked them. Just to go with that. One percent picked the Colts over the Jags. Yeah. That's like one guy. Don't would, sleep. Don't sleep on the Jags this year. I would pick the Colts. Then they. Then they just beat the Chargers. Yeah, I would stick the Colts. Fuck the Jaguars. They suck. They they sucked last year. They suck now. So you want to be the least ranked team Colts over the Jacksonville Jaguars? Well, they're one percent. They're one percent. That means only one person or another and they're person. Two point five, two point five uh, points favorite. Dude, Andrew, like I said, Andrew Luck eats Jaguars for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and at a, Jacksonville. I don't give a fuck. Colts picked. Uh, baseball. Right. Tim Tebow now, hit- now I got now I got to deal with that on Sunday. <laughs> now, I'm, oh, I'm, wow. I'm gonna be paying close attention to that game. <laughs> Tim Tebow hit a home run on this first pitch. Wow, the Mets are doing great. Care? Don't care. I mean, I care because it's funny that on his very first pitch he hit a home run. But it is the minor leagues. You know, if if he con- is it the minor leagues? I think it's the minor minor leagues. No, if he's doing it on a consistent basis, then I thought he was playing uh, with uh, Pat the Hepbangs guy's kids. Yeah. The five-year-olds uh, uh, right right over here. At Some young guys. Yeah. You know, the, the thing is, if he's in the outfield and he's throwing guys out, if he's constantly making contact, he'll eventually keep on getting called up to the next level until, you know, someone gives him a shot. He's just got to keep playing. But base, baseball's hard, he's gonna man. He's going to get a shot. Your card's in there? Bro, he's huh? going to get Your a shot. card's in? The Cardinals? Yeah. No, the Cardinals suck this year. Are they, they in the wild card race? Barely. Um, I know they won yesterday, but I don't know how many games out of the wild card they are. No, Mets are in the top wild card tonight right Cardinals Cardinals stink they consistently lose they got they got a losing record at home um they, they can't hold the lead and they can't beat good teams uh I, I think they had the Reds tonight but on Monday they got blown out by the Reds and on Tuesday they blew out the Reds they're just constantly struggling they're not a real threat their starting pitching stinks their bullpen stinks they're, uh, they got Swiss cheese defense. <laughs> you know, the, the Cardinals, I mean, it, it would be a waste of a spot. I don't want to see them in the playoffs get beat by the Mets. If they were to play the Mets in a playoff game, the Met, the game would be in St. Louis. And like I said, St. Louis has a losing record at home. Mets would win. If you're the Mets, you want to see the Cardinals. <laughs> uh, Kevin Garnett retired. Okay, I mean, he had a long career, 21 years. Paul Pierce is going to retire. Yeah, that's long overdue. I think I said this before to you. I'm not sure. I think it was maybe on a previous show. What's the point of announcing a year ahead of time? Wait, just, I, I just, thought, just so you can get the like the, get the, the tour, the, 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 tour, yeah. tour well, the farewell tour. Why well, thought Garnett walked away already? Now, Garnett retired, but Paul Pierce is retiring at the end of this season. Yeah. So why, like, just announce it? Like, why get the, the tour? Like Abel said, he wants a farewell tour. Why does he deserve one? Garnett? Yeah. No. Because you got put Pierce. butts in the seats, baby. Garnett's retired. He's done. That's all it is. I don't know if. Paul Pierce deserves a farewell tour. He was a good player. You just gotta sell tickets, don't you? That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. That's what I'm saying. Tim Tebow is gonna make it to City Field. He's number three selling jersey. He is gonna make it in there because that stadium is gonna sell out because people wanna be there at that stadium and be like, oh, I was at Tim Tebow's first Mm -hmm. baseball game. I wanna be there. (laughs) You know, it's part it's part of the nostalgia of uh, of it, you know, mm. you know, you want to see John Cena beat uh, everybody, yes, <laughs> but you want to see him get 16 time world champion, you know, so you want to be part of that history, and that's what it's all about selling tickets, selling tickets to that arena. What else is going on? Any new or returning TV shows you're excited about? Um, just I'm finally starting to watch Daredevil season two. 
Starring John Mulhall. Yeah. Starring John Mulhall. <laughs> the guy that looks just like him. Um, no, but there's no new TV shows that I'm have into. You wa- so you got Netflix, right? Yeah. Have you watched Narcos? I have not. I'm Come so on, behind. I know. Oh, my goodness. I know. Have you watched any more of House of Cards? Or are you still waiting? I have you? not watched right, good. any more. Um, Narcos, Stranger Things. We could do a whole two. podcast on just Netflix and chill. You yeah. could do a whole podcast <laughs> on, on all the Netflix shows that I haven't watched. Yes. Any other thing on your mind? Out. No, my, my mind's pretty empty right now, man. I mean, as far as like... Kids got Halloween costumes picked up? They don't, which is crazy. We got to get on that. Because it's, it's in. Do you a, have any, any say in, in what they're going to be, or they no. choose and you just get it? Well, the little one will get like a Liz will get some like super cute choices for him, and you know we'll uh, I'll I'll get a vote, and wh- whichever one I'll lose, whichever vote, whichever one gets chosen, he's going to look super cute in. And uh, my older son, he's a uh, you know he's got his own ideas. You know he's gonna. I'm pretty sure he'll come up with something that's super cool that he's gonna, mm-hmm. that you know. Is, Maybe like a cop or fireman or an agent again. Or a Belter Del Rio. <laughs> Joe Pesci. Okay, that'll work. Yeah. Uh, Michael J. Putty announced yeah. that he has his Halloween costume all set up. Can you share with us again? Did I? Yeah, you you and Pat the headband guy. What are you going to uh, no, do? No, no, that was the number one pick when I first asked. Me and John do couples costumes. He won't, do, costumes. It, he won't do it with his wife. He'll do one with me. <clears throat> all right, well, with you, it's funnier. So I asked him a couple weeks ago, all right, what, what are we doing? His first pick was Enzo and Cass. Yeah, that'll work. So we, we've thrown a couple other right ideas up. out since. And we haven't landed on one yet, so we'll see. What are the other ideas? Uh, skipping, Skipper and Gilligan, mm. um, Zoolander, and uh, the other guy. The other guy. Hold on a second, buddy. What a shocker. Cesaro, this is what I want to talk about earlier. Cesaro was down 0-3. And then tied it up 3-3, and then they went to a game seven. Oh, wow. Who knows? So, so go ahead with, with the uh, second choice. Um, I don't remember. We're going back and forth a lot of them. I said Captain America and Iron Man. Captain America and Bucky. He didn't, he, yeah, that's good. So we're, we're still throwing them up. We'll see what happens. I think Enzo and Cla- Cass I think that's is far and away gold. the better that's one. That's gold. We were wrestling people last year. He doesn't want to repeat. You made it to the WWE website with your we costume did. last week. Last year. Enzo and Cass won't make it. Yeah, they would. They're hot right now. But what do you need? Like a tall and short duo? No, anything. Just go as Mel Gibson and Danny Glover from Lethal Weapon. John didn't mention something about he wanted me to be uh, master, he'd be the slave. It's <laughs> <laughs> like he's doing blackface. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's offensive about blackface? Um, Maybe because it's Django a, what it's. A, yeah. I, I believe it's offensive because number one, you're not giving a black person an acting role. I guess. And number, I'm, I'm also thinking it's offensive because you're taking the qualities of a black, like the white person is taking the qualities of a black person that they, they think is the least desirable. Like they're exaggerating the nose, they're exaggerating the lips, you know, with, with the eyes and, and, and they're exaggerating the whiteness of the eyes. And just, it's just a mockery of, it's just a sheer mockery of being black. You know, it's, it's never done in a positive light. Unless it's Robert Downey Jr. and Tropic Thunder, I mean, there then, then that's like the only example of blackface that was was funny and got away with it. But it always seems that whenever someone's doing blackface, it's it's meant in a total mockery and just purely disrespectful. Next up is the cop versus the black. Oh, we're out of time. We gotta take a break. <coughs> okay, here we go. Um, we will be right back. 
ever meet a girl and think to yourself, she's the one. But as time goes on, you realize she ain't nothing but a host. When I met you, girl, it was love at first sight. Your hair looked so good. Your dress was so tight. At first, I was nervous. So quiet and shy. Wasn't sure if your type was a bro from L.I. I thought we'd be so mates. Like
A Shot of Wrestling presents Raw and SmackDown. Cheers and heels. Right. Time for the A Show, baby. Here Smackdown we go. First, all right, no problem. Cheers. No, 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 my friend. That's not the A Show. Every week we start with the A Show, the flagship yes, yes, of the that. WWE. We watch the, the go home show. We watch the pay per view. Watch this show. It's not the A Show anymore. Hands down, it's been replaced by SmackDown. Erwin. Yeah, from the casual, from the perspective of a casual viewer, I have to agree with Michael J. Putty. I just, I, I bailed on Raw. I'm just not into it. Um, Cesaro, Cesaro and, and Sheamus with the seven game series kind of, you know, did a good job of pushing me in that direction. And I just felt SmackDown was a better product and they were doing better things. But why are you talking about Cesaro and Sheamus? We talked about it earlier in the show. The match ended in a no contest at Clash of Champions. And this Monday night, Mick Foley, in a very passionate, very passionate promo. Please handle this correctly. <laughs> it, was, it was a very passionate promo to convince these two individuals to come together and form a tag team. Because it, it, it made sense. It made sense for Mick Foley to think that if he put him in an eighth match he will probably lose one of them because they went so hard at clash of champions that it ended in a no contest and he can't afford as a general manager to lose these any one of these two talents so they'd be better off as a tag team okay, so, so that is my first cheer what, what a great idea great idea I great passionate work from mick foley healed the shit out of that what uh the mick foley cesaro Seamus segi i cheered i i, I healed <laughs> it it was boring. After all these matches, I fast-forwarded. I now have to fast-forward the tag team matches. Big Foley was way too, like, a, oh, it, blah, blah, blah. It was a great big build. It was... Uh, it was it was just lame and stupid. and bo- So I wasted these seven weeks watching these guys go against each other because I'm now they're going to be a tag team. Because you didn't know they were going to be a tag team. Uh, yeah, because that sucked. That, you didn't that predict seems- it. Special yeah, mention like a shitty ending. Special mention to their backstage segi. That sucked as well. <laughs> Same shit. Anyway, continue. Well, since you already have a heel, do you have a cheers to balance it off? I'm going to cheers. We talked about this off air. The brand spanking new, fresh WWE 2K17 trailer. One of the Very best nice. trailers I've seen of any of the video games, and I have all of them. Uh, it was full, full. Of little little Easter eggs, you think you see one or two? No, there's like twenty in that like minute minute and a half promo. Which is the one that stood out to you? There were so many. I didn't. I wasn't keeping track. Though. I was just confused. There was. I'm like, oh, oh that's a Seamus Bar. Like, that's the big show. Nope, that's the Dean. It was literally everyone is in this promo. Yeah. Um, Even commercial. it was very well done. Uh, Alberto El Patron. <laughs> and it's weird because he could have easily been cut out, but I still cut them in. Yeah. Well, because Alberto Del Rio is no longer with the WWE. Great trailer. One of the best. Yeah. It was very good. So it's not really a raw cheer. I could have cheered that for SmackDown, but I needed their film bone. But you saw it first in the flagship show. No, I saw it in Clash of Champions. I got to heal something. What's not the heal? Jericho saying that maybe he's Santa Claus and maybe he'll just have to sit on Big Cass's lap. 
first. How would you heal that? That's like that funny. Was weird. That was funny. Weird. I mean, I mean, I, I knew it was part of the their comedic role because then even Cass was like, "What did you just say? What did you just say?" Exactly. And I'm like, um, "Where is this going?" It just really caught me in those moments. I'm like, mm, "Where is this going?" The idea of a seven foot man sitting on Chris Jericho's <laughs> lap is funny. No, Chris Jericho sitting in his lap. Yeah. Either way, I love it. Because <laughs> then Cass. And- then Cass answered, if you're Santa Claus, shouldn't I sit in your lap? It was just, it was well done. I liked it. It was well done. Yeah, it was a waste of time is what it was. The whole show was a waste of my time. <laughs> it was a waste of time. The whole show time. was a waste of my time. What else do you have? Mm. I got to heal. Why is Bailey going against a jobber? That yeah. jobber did pretty well for herself. She was pretty. Though. She did pretty well. What's up? She looked pretty average to me. No, she was she looked pretty average. She looked like she could work in an <laughs> office somewhere. <laughs> Man, Bailey's a face, right? Yes, very good. Yeah. yeah. Go against she, a jobber. She doesn't have yeah, the prettiest right, right. face, but she has the face. You have like Summer Ray. You got Fox. You've got Word. somebody else. Can I make a jobber to go against Bailey? Mm. I, I, I healed that. Word. But I'm going to cheers Stephanie putting Mick Foley in his place backstage. Ooh. Her asserting her dominance. So hot. She is hot. You like women who are very dominant? Mm. Is that what it is? Well, learned about you last week. Yeah. I guess this week, yeah. I'll <laughs> oh, who doesn't? I love being yelled at by a dominant woman who oh. just wants me to get off the couch and stop resting. Or... Well, listen, when my boss is yelling at me, <laughs> I do not find it very attractive. Okay? Neither am I. She's not pretty at all. So. No. I got my heel of the week, too, coming up. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Well, let me, let me give you two more cheers. Cheers for Raw. Yeah, there's two more. Two more. The slow turn of Seth oh. Rollins. I don't know if you're ready for this. I don't know if you're ready for this, but the slow turn of Seth Rollins. The crowd is getting behind him, and now we just have to wait for that magical moment. Which will that be magical what? moment when he confirms that yes, ladies and gentlemen, Seth Rollins is a face and no longer a heel. Did he do that? Clash Champions or at the Raw? No, I think he's he's still building to it. He heard, still heard, has very heelish words heard, and tendencies, a, but uh, I think, I think. the crowd is behind this guy, and he's ready for the moment. It's it's like remember when DX was slowly starting to form again, but in the Clash of Champions, I think, and you saw Shawn Michaels to the chops, and you saw Triple H to the chops, and then one night at Raw, they both did the chops to each other, and you were like, yes, they're together. There's that magical moment. And if the WWE messes that up and doesn't give me that magical moment, it'll be a waste for Seth Rollins. Once it comes to SmackDown, they're going to they're gonna screw it up. Yeah. What else you got? One more cheer. The new blood. I mean, the new day bleeds all over the place. Yeah, that was crazy. Kofi oh. Kingston got busted open. Wide open. He, his head just slammed. On Raw? On Raw. He his um, head just slammed on the uh, steel steps. The steel steps, and dude just started pouring blood. There was not one person in that taxi match who did not have blood on. Yeah, him. His face was literally covered. Like he, I knew those steps were dangerous. <laughs> he, he jumped off the top rope. Spoiler to hit, um, alert! <laughs> the short one, Gallows, Anderson, Anderson. And once he hit him, see the blood jump off and hit Anderson. Yeah, it literally. It was literally that's not planned. As no, soon as not. as soon as the the, uh, the bell rang. Um, 
Woods came in with the towel. And the medic came in. It was, right. it was crazy. It was Lights yeah. over. As soon as as soon as blood yeah. lands in my mouth, do okay. You, do you think they ended the bout early because of the blood, or that's where it needed? I to think end? that's where it ended. I yeah, think I think that. that they, yeah. I think it did happen at the end. But speaking of Anderson and Gallows, my last heel of the night for Monday Night Raw. Why are they getting another tag team title match? How many times do they have to lose the there? New Day? Who else is there? Forget who else is there. There's nobody. There's no reason. They literally. Because Raw sucks. Anderson and Gallows have not won a match against the New Day. In any. Whether it was for the title, not for the title, there's no reason, logically, in the professional wrestling world, because it's still real to me, damn it, that they deserve or have earned a title match. If they lost, they're done. Go to the back of the line. Give someone else a shot. Give Enzo a cast a shot. They're a tag team. Oh, yeah. Good job. They don't want face versus face. Though. Who cares? Enzo and Cass have earned a match. They're good on the mic. They're starting to get good on the ring. Right. Why are they putting up a, them up against a team that's already lost to them? There's no reason. Yeah, we just saw it. Yeah, you've seen it plenty of times. I hope this feud is over because... Anderson and you know, Gallows. It does because I do. I, I would like to see uh, Anderson and Gallows with the title. I mean, I I like them. I think I think they're great. Yeah, put the strap on them, but they haven't won. Well, that's because the riders, obviously. I guess the whoever's in charge up there doesn't want to give them the strap. Doesn't want new date new date to. They want them to play to, with testicles. That's yeah. all they want them to do. That's funny, but I guess they don't. <laughs> want, they for whatever reason they don't want to new day. You know. I guess jobbing out clean to to Anderson and Gallows. But good for the new day there. I think uh, four hundred plus days now as tag team champions. I'm, I'm for ready them. for a switch up with them. Yeah, because I, I'm a, I'd be okay and you're with a new them. day guy. I am a new day guy, but I think I, I want them. I think now they're too beloved. I, I I'm okay with a heel turn again because I I love them when they were creepy motivational speaker type guys. And, the they, power and they were getting and, you know, and then they got everybody to, to love them. Now I think it's time to inject a little bit of hate. So I, w- I would love to see that. Like, if they could turn on Enzo and Cass, that'd be great. Mm, good. good one. I like that. You should be a writer. Yeah. What you got, Michael? Someone has to say it. I'm going to be the man who say it. Because yeah, you're the man with the plan? I'm going to heal the Cruiserweight division. The oh, Cruiserweight Classic was a great success. It was huge. Yeah. It was fantastic. One of the greatest classics I've ever seen. I get it. You want to cash in off that. Understandable. It was so huge. Monday Night Raw decided to bring the Cruiserweights on their show because they have an extra hour to kill. Drop this purple thing. You're the red brand now. Don't let the poor ring crew have to change the ropes every fucking 10 minutes. I think they got to change the, the apron too. Because yeah, the yeah. apron, the mats. I mean, they're not changing the ropes. They're putting something over the ropes, I think. But it's just... Drop the purple thing. You're on the red brand. Stop the nonsense. Stop the nonsense. Who are you kidding? Yeah, I I mentioned when the Cruiserweight division was going to start that this was going to be the thing that saves Raw and really pushes them to the next level. But they're not handling it right. I have to agree with Michael. I don't see any storylines coming out because every time the guys come out, they're handshaking. They don't do anything right on Raw. Raw sucks. What they're doing is they're introducing them. They're introducing what they've done in the Cruiserweight Classic. So I'm hoping... I don't watch that. So I like the introducing them to the guys. I'm hoping that this is just the foundation that they're trying to lay down. That's what I'm hoping. I'm keeping the back of my mind. Maybe that's what there is. 
That's all I'm hoping. But they treat like almost like a UFC type thing. They shake hands before, the referee checks them out for stuff, the referee explains the rules, and then the referee calls them to the middle of the ring. But you know what I don't like about that? It's like Everything? it only happens in the cruiserweight matches. Like so there's saying, no like, consistency no. throughout the show. That's my point. It's like out of nowhere. It's like you're watching a completely different show in the middle of Monday Night Raw. That's exactly my point. It needs to stop. So, yeah. You're on, you're on Raw, not the Cruiserweight Classic. Exactly. I agree. Oh, you ready? You ready to go, buddy? That's the best the show. show. The A show. Right. The B show. Smackdown. I got a couple oh, this, of opinions. This shit about doesn't Smackdown. fall flat. Uh, it spoiler won't. alert. It won't. You know what, Erwin? You're my guest. You start off with Smackdown. All right. I'll just start off with something uh, light, and e- light and easy. At least with SmackDown, which I thought, you know, once again, it was good. Um, it was good to actually see Heath Slater not being a bitch yeah. <laughs> and actually doing some some good in the ring. You know, it's it, it was good not to see him be a punk. Unlike this, unlike the end of this fucking Cesaro and Sheamus match, which is totally bitch ass. I'd be I'd be so pissed if he knocked my chair over. Yeah, and I'll that it same out. thing. <laughs> Motherfucker. Yeah, in case you guys, listeners at home don't know, uh, Putty and Green Man go nuts for these chairs. Yeah, we're watching the Clash of Champions here tonight on the Shadow Wrestling. We went to 11 WrestleManias. We have 11 chairs. Nice souvenir. Anything else you want to talk about? Well, a couple things. I mean, there are a couple things I want to talk about SmackDown. Well, we'll save it to the end. You want to? I mean, we can talk about it now if you want. I, the the Heath Slater point was quick, Hit but me. my next point is Morrow. Or as I like to call him, Moro, the announcer. Yeah. Or as I like to call him, the nerdy Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> I, told him that was, that was a I think he looks a lot like Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, like eyes a little messed up. Um, I get Moro Ranallo. Now I what hate I hate Moro's voice. Moro Ranallo. Oh, Seth Now I I don't really care for Moro's voice. Because I think it's that hokey announcer voice, which very is, exaggerated. Is, so is this right? A, it's exaggerated. We're here on SmackDown. Yeah, cliched. It's it's meant to be goofed on. Is this a heel or cheer? I don't know. Okay. But but what I do what I do love about Morrow is he's okay, got he's got such a tremendous control of the English language. He he does alliteration mm. all the time. Mm-hmm. You know he he's very good. In, I love his words and. I compare him to Michael Cole. Is English his first language, though? I don't, I don't know, but so. it's it's. I, I love listening. I mean, I love the words he says, like cavalcade of kicks. Um, that, that's great what he says with Naomi. And you know, uh, you know what's a shame, though? I think I do think Ronaldo is great. His counterparts just do not compliment him. Huh? They don't com- like this this guy. Well, uh, I, well, I think he's like David, a. What's his name? Hudson's husband. What's his name? David Otunga. David Otunga. Or like, said when he was announced, David Otunga? David Otunga? Like, hmm. he, he adds nothing to the broadcast team. Well, you know, I don't think Morrow's any difference from any different from the great sports announcers like Marv Albert or Howard Cosell, hmm. where, you know, Morrow's in there and he's dropping these these great lines and the other guys in the booth are just there along for the ride. Yeah. I think he's I think he's a cut above the rest. I think no, when, when his career is over, you know, it's a shame that Unfortunately, wrestling is isn't really taken too seriously, and especially the announcers. But he's really good. No, he is really good, and and he does those things like you're saying. He's dropping those bombs. He does he does those very strategically. I feel like yeah, like I feel he's dropping them for someone to pick that ball up and go with it. Right. But you have JBL being JBL. He's and great. He's, JBL's great. Well, he does the he goofy is, commenting. He does he doesn't add as much as he could. He's a heel guy. He did better in Raw. But I don't think he's doing as well in SmackDown. And then you have David Otunga. Get someone else. 
Get the voice in there. <laughs> God damn it. No one can, like I said, but no one can really hang. You know, no one can really hang with a guy like like Moro and and Howard Cosell was no different. And uh, you know, you know who that, could hang with Moro? Uh, Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan, and Moro Ronaldo running the Cruiserweight Classic commentating booth was by far the best commentating team I've heard in a long while since Jr. and Jerry the King Lawler. Nice, yeah. And I think in comparison to Michael, he's so much better than Michael Cole. Like. I've been watching Raw for like a, a year and a half or two years now, and Michael Cole has not done anything remarkable to me. And within with a month of watching Raw, I'm kind of like... He's got a different role now. Yeah. I totally feel like the way he's commentating, he's there more as a teacher, a coach, to try to get Corey Graves to the next level and try to get Byron Saxon to the next level. Like, he's feeding them lines for them to be the voice right. so he could eventually step away. Can I, can I say one last thing about Morrow? Your show, buddy. All right. Well, it's your show. Yeah. I'm just here alone for the ride. Uh, I was watching Backlash, and I texted Putty a, a, a quote from Morrow, looking to realign her spine and jack her back. Yeah. <laughs> That's that quality. Yeah, he's great. Morrow's great. Um, I got a heal from you what I was watching it. for SmackDown? Mm. You guys are going to disagree with me. I know that. So I'm just going to say to you guys listening to me, because I know you guys are smart. The whole Orton Bray Wyatt thing. I completely agree with you. <laughs> throughout, I completely agree with you. Throughout okay. the whole show. Come on, really? Yeah. It was anticlimactic. Thank you. Then at the end, Orton lands like one punch or maybe two, and then, then he just disappears. Yeah, gained some confidence. Well, what did he do? Something it was weird. It was, and then all of a sudden, the, the weird editing. And first of all, you have Randy Orton singing, I have the whole world in my hands. You can't hear it because we're in a mask. Horrible it was Michael. slow. It's Horrible boring. And, and what um, else? What else could we talk about? Hmm. That? Yeah, it was very anticlimactic. Hmm. He didn't even do like one of one punch. Who's gone? And also, he popped up at the end. Was that a mind game? Was that poor editing? It's got it. Had to have like, been did poor it have editing. To go through the whole show. It was so. Whole wasn't it? Show. Wasn't it footage wow. of? Wasn't it footage of him at the beginning of the promo? I don't. I don't remember. It just looked so. It looks so strange because. He he's so Wyatt's on the floor, Orton's in the chair. You get you got the weird technical glitch thing that was happening, and then you saw Bray Wyatt in the chair again. It was very strange. I am going to cheers the women's tag teams. Wait, Cut before it. you move on to your cheers, I already started it. Pause, rewind. So I agree with your heel. I don't know if the voice agreed or disagreed. Yeah, I I loved it a lot because I felt it was I felt it was a change of pace that I could deal with. I I like it when they do things that you know are marking out. I I I like it when they when they throw curveballs. I thought it was very cool. You know, it was an expanded edition of Bray Wyatt and and his uh, shtick, where they actually showed someone being hunted. You know, in the back with the arrow, with the wooden arrow that's got the snake skin on it, and you know. He, and Orton being the smart predator, quote unquote predator that he is, the animal that he is, just refused to comply, constantly sensing danger. I I thought it was good. You know, it's I'm always down for a man being hunted, a man a man that's being fucked with psychological mind games. To me, that's good fiction, and it'll that will always get me locked in. Um, did it? You know, did it fit within the show that you guys are watching? Probably not, but I can deal with that because you know, I mean. 
to me it was a, to me it was a great change of pace. To me that was the problem. It was like you said, maybe it just wasn't the right show for this segment. Hmm. Maybe it could have been something different. Maybe yeah, that's why it didn't. Deliver. Or like pre, or you know, like like uh, that the tape, which I wish they don't do now. They did it that one time, <laughs> you know. Just give me more. The the way the future was the tape segments, and for whatever reason they don't want to do it. Well, I have to admit that the end. The, the climax of it when, when uh, Randy Orton found him in the back. <laughs> I love that. And, and, you know, he appeared out of nowhere and he was like, where are you? Come, you know, I'm, Just start I'm, up I'm looking yeah. for you. I, I kind of feel like in that instance, they should have taken that outside of the arena. Uh. You know, because, yeah, we may have all known it was in the arena and there was just curtains up or there was a black screen. But we really didn't have to see it. Right, because by doing so, you're kind of ruining the magic. You're ruining the, the illusion of, right. you know, Bray Wyatt maybe is in his compound. Right. He's not backstage. He's somewhere and being the eater of worlds. You I know? completely agree with that assessment. And I think maybe that's what they should have done. In other news. I got to cheers the women's tag team match for, matches uh, for cutting those old school pre-tape promos. <laughs> it was well done. Nice little throwback. Good jobs. They did really well with the women's division this past week. I thought uh, Carmella, Every week. Carmella did Every week. It's great. It's a great. great job at all the opportunities she's been given. Like I mentioned to you guys earlier, it's just great how she's coming up. I This is a girl who came in on her debut to SmackDown, and I was just like, oh, great, another NXT girl. And I didn't even think she was going to go far, but she has a great storyline with Nikki Bella. I'm interested to see where it's going to go. I'm glad they didn't put Nikki in, in a position where she immediately became the women's champion. Right. You know, and it's making her work into it. So I, I, li- I like what they're doing with it. They're doing a fantastic. You're absolutely right. Fantastic Every woman job. has a storyline. Yeah. They're yeah. all stepping up. It's all great. Naomi's ass. Mm. Enough said. <laughs> her ass has its own storyline. <laughs> <laughs> Let me count the ways. I'm going to heal something. Of surprise. I hope you don't mind. The Talking Smack segment at the opening of the show. Do you remember that? No. Because it's more Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt chatter. Why did we need to start the show with like, it, it felt like, what, 15 minutes of them just talking? To prelude their ongoing, drawn out hunting. And it didn't stop there. Because then. There was more talking and more time wasted by Dean Ambrose backstage talking about how he beat John Cena and who cares if he beat John Cena. If AJ Styles beat John Cena, who cares? Oh, that's fine. I didn't, that's I didn't how mind. I felt. I'm those like, are, who those... cares? Why did you waste the first 15 minutes of a two-hour show? Because Raw has three hours. You could waste time on Raw. They always do. But two hours, the first 15 minutes, it was just people talking. Yeah, that's fine. Backstage no action. For like three seconds. No that's action. Fine. It's like a beautiful Charlie Caruso. Charlie is cute. I like the new the new uh, backstage ring girl. Going to cheers. I think I've been cheersing this for the last thirty three episodes. The, the Miz. The cheers of the week, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Great segment. Uh, the Miz Homecoming. Not only is it there's a great video package encapsulating his career, which I've been a fan of since day one. Hang his portrait over LeBron James. <laughs> uh, there were great promos from both men. Uh, they both did great. Hands down, it was a great job. Highlight of the Raw, uh, highlight of SmackDown, and highlight of Raw, highlight of the week, as Abe was about to say. 
They incorporated the family as well. Yep. They had the mom and dad from both Ziggler. So no question, Dolph Ziggler is his son because he looks just like his father. Just like, just his, like father. his father. Yeah. Um, I, lo- I love the passion from Dolph Ziggler when he was screaming at The Miz, saying that he was going to put his career on the line with a tear in his, in his eye. eye. Yeah. That's pretty much what it was. Um, and just to add more to the, the greatness of what is The Miz, Maurice. I mean, if the Miz could get any better, he ha- he's got a hot wife. So you're, you're on the Miz bandwagon now, finally? And, and, it, and if you don't think he has a hot wife, he will remind you every time he lists his accolades. Right. If you don't think he's got a hot wife, then you're obviously gay. Yeah. Yeah. He's gay. We're gay. I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's just nothing wrong with that. Oh, you got Well, um, can, can I add something with that whole segment? Your show. Miz and Ziggler? Um, I thought... Uh, Truth makes the best gimmick. Oh yeah, you mentioned oh, that. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, because I really feel like uh, that wrestling gimmick where he was getting into an argument with Dolph Ziggler, where Miz was arguing with Dolph Ziggler, worked really well. Because I wondered if if he meant what he said. Was it coming from a place? Was it was it just a show, or was it coming from a place of truth and honesty? Because if you know, like I said, if you just watched wrestling for the last year to two years you've seen Dolph Ziggler job out time and time and time again and it doesn't matter how good he is and how much the fans love him he's been jobbing out hard for damn near two years and you know Miz Miz was basically telling him all you do is lose 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 and I'm I'm sitting here and I'm watching wow man this is uh is is this gimmick now or is 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 this coming from a place where he is really talking shit which is the meaning of a great promo yeah or is that line so can we get your prediction here do you think Dolph Ziggler will finally cash in and win the big one or is that it for his career I mean it it would suck to see him go out like that but I don't I don't see them having Miz drop the strap over some stupid bullshit like we need to keep Dolph Ziggler around Yeah, you want to keep Dolph Ziggler around let him win a couple matches that's how you keep him around let him beat Dean Ambrose and he could be champion for two weeks can he ha- can he hold the strap for two weeks I was excited when he was champion remember when he cashed in his money in the bank yep that was a good moment yeah and I was listen I was ready for Dolph Ziggler to be champion against Dean Ambrose um in the promo the week before, he, he gave Dean Ambrose that great super kick mm. um, from, from out of yeah. nowhere. Yeah, it was good. You know, so it's like, you know, if you want to fucking keep him, don't don't put him in this weird situation where now the Miz is about to get screwed over. You got to shoot yourselves in the foot to keep. You know, you got to shoot. You, I feel like they got to shoot themselves in the foot with this storyline because they're gonna they're either a gonna lose one good wrestler or b they're gonna fuck up this really good thing they got going with Miz. The only thing I could see good coming out of this for both competitors is if Sigler does win does this open the Miz to now go to the main title because he's available now he's not the Intercontinental Champion anymore and he wants to move on to bigger and better things hope and so I, and I think his character yes. I think his character could pull that off his character could be like you know what <laughs> Dolph Ziggler you took my Intercontinental Championship yes. but yes. you know what Yes. I made that Intercontinental yes. Championship. Yes. And now I'm ready to make the WWE yes. World Championship. That's, that's I think, how both individuals could be put over. And then it will be uh, Miz versus AJ Styles. Well, 
I love that. I love that theory. Only problem I see with that is the championship belt is way around the fucking corner because they got, a, you know what I mean? Like they and got, you got so John many, Cena competing against yeah. them, You know, they got so many arcs right now. Stories. We've already right seen John heels. Cena versus the Miz at WrestleMania, so I don't think we'll see that anytime soon. Collect mm. them. Um, I'm gonna chill. The Usos. Cause that there's some heel and there's some cheers to it. Um, I didn't like that uh, the tag team champions in that tag team turmoil match did not come in last. They came in in the commercial break. If you're the tag team champions, you deserve the right. You reserve the right to come for your introduction to be the last one in. But no, they introduced the Usos last. Why? Because they have a new intro. I didn't appreciate that. Show respect. <laughs> but what I did appreciate was their new heel work. They're very impressive in the ring. I, I'm very surprised about the Usos. Evil, you know? evil, Usos, evil Usos, Usos are great. They work. It works. They got a new attitude. They have a new entrance. They have a nice new submission to close the match where they Tequila like sunrise. <laughs> is that what they call it? I think so, yeah. It's like they 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 wrap the the arm around the leg and they pull back on on the opponent's leg. That's pretty good. Hmm. Usos are doing great. Something about heel turn just make the guys like make the wrestlers just. Like, Rest is more enjoyable than mm-hmm. what it is. Remember when I was a kid, I used to hate heels, but now that I'm an adult, I love heels. Yeah. <laughs> well, Good. this week's Raw featured the fallout from Clash of Champions and went up against the first presidential debate between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. The show averaged 2.478 million viewers. This is one of the lowest of course. numbers in the show's history. In fact... It is the second lowest rating in the show's history. I don't know. Why do they compete with these things? Just give these guys a night off. Can you please? It wouldn't be the week, longest running weekly episodic program. I, I, I hope. I can't yeah. take that seriously. I hope to God they don't. Just let these guys go. I understand well, they, they sold tickets. Don't schedule this stuff. Well, I can imagine well, with um, SmackDown being live now that they, have, they do have more time off because now they're working... Sundays for a pay-per-view, Mondays on Raw, Tuesdays on SmackDown. If they work uh, NXT or a Cruiserweight show, then that's Wednesday. They have Thursday, Friday, Saturday off. They had three days Well, the, also the tickets for Raw were sent out months in advance. They put the place maybe right, the previous right. year. The, the bait was scheduled what, a month ago? Not even that? So, can't fault them for that. Not their yeah. fault. SmackDown, which was headlined by a WWE world title match, drew an audience of 2.34 million. The blue brand uh, bounced back a bit from the previous week's disappointing 2.292 million viewers. So this week, we're going to have to give it to SmackDown. Great. Anything else? Do we know um, what's like a good week for... What's a good week for Raw? A good week for Raw would be in the 2.98, close to threes. Uh... We haven't broke anything like that since the the biggest episode was uh, the draft. So that was a few weeks back. That was on SmackDown. Yeah. Right. Um, one thing, uh, Alexa Bliss, number one contender for SmackDown Women's Title and number one contender for your hearts. I like Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. I like that mm, petite. Very nice. Evil petite girl. Evil petite girl. No, I'm going to see. I think we're all done here, right? Take a break. 
and come back for a chance for Owen to win a brand new t-shirt. He hasn't been wearing a t-shirt this whole episode. Yeah, I've been so. shirtless this entire time, <laughs> and I'm cold. We'll be right back.
It's games with Michael Hades. All right, Erwin, you ready to do this? I guess. We're going to play some games with you. You ever watch the pyramid? Um, $10,000 pyramid? Yeah. No, the $100,000. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. We're a, step a, we're a step ahead than last week. Because yeah. last ba-dum, week ba-dum, we had ba-dum, a... Con- you got the music <laughs> <back>? <laughs> Oh, man, come on, man. So we had a contestant last week who didn't know the pyramid. There are three rounds. You need to get two out of three. That's it. Okay. <laughs> you, there's seven. You get all seven in each category to win the round. Was all seven was at six last week. I think it was six, right? Who's giving six. the clues? Abel. All right. Ooh. So the three categories are Hit Me Baby one more time. At a theater near you. Oh, God. Be our guest. I feel like none of these have to do with wrestling. This is a wrestling podcast. What, what are you category doing? would you like? Be our guest. Be our guest. Detail the name of celebrity guest hosts of Raw. Oh. Okay. Fuck. I don't know if I'm going to get these. You have 45 seconds. Damn. Wait, 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 wait. You can't say any word on the card? On the card. Okay. Right, it's like so. What, what, what's that word? Scatter? What's that game? Scategories? Scategories, yeah. It's like scategories, dude. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Are we ready? I guess. Could yeah. I, okay. Can and I pass if I? If you can pass, I, yeah. But you okay. can come back to it. Can you, you need six out of seven? Okay. And away, you go. Smokes a lot of weed. Snoop Dogg. <laughs> um, Price is Right. Bob Barker. That's right. Um, he's the toughest man in the entire world. Boxing. Floyd Mayweather? No, no, no. The other guy. Um, DX. DX. Mike Tyson. That's right. Um, Jesus. He has final thoughts. There's a lot of girls fighting in his talk show. He's a former top. Yeah. (laughs) Um, He rides a little bicycle and pass. Um, Ten seconds. He is a pass. Oh. Go back to Damn. Damn, I'm sorry. Uh, Time's up. Damn it. Sorry, that was my fault. Yeah, man. Completely. I mean, <laughs> you're doing pretty good, too. You're doing pretty you're good. Hand me some clues, man. What'd you pass on? I well, pa- no, uh, I kind of want to figure these out in private. <laughs> okay, okay. Don't, so, so don't tell me. I'll give you the clues. Wait, wait what did I say? Oh, <laughs> and he writes a bicycle. I'll give you those. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman? I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> yeah, Pee Wee Herman. Good one. All he said was write a little bite. Yeah. All right, next two categories are at a theater near you or hit me, baby, one more time. Oh, I got to keep going. Okay. You get two. You got to get two to get to the bonus round. All right. um, I'm almost the enemy. I'll pick a theater near you. These are movies starring professional wrestlers. Oh, shit. I knew it. Damn. Had to make it tough on myself. It's going to be a hard one. 45 seconds on the clock. No, it, it will sucks. I'll give you 50 oh, seconds. Please. <laughs> and oh, wait. A full minute. A full minute. You. Go. Okay. It's one of the branches in the armed forces. The Marine. That's right. Um, when you are boxing, you're boxing for a 12 dozen. Rounds. Yep. 
you could uh, Kane was in this movie. He was the opposite of good. Thirty he, seconds. The condemned. Nope. The bad. Nope. Um, a pass. Um, Hulk Hogan, Seuss, back in the day. Um, no holds barred. That's right. <laughs> uh, Batista was in this great comic book. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. That's right. Uh, uh, John Cena was in this. It's the opposite of being dumb because you're going to. The opposite of what? Of being dumb. Three Another seven. word for intelligent. You mentioned this before. Time's up. The genius? What? Yeah. John Cena's not in the movie. That's The Rock. Oh, The Rock. Oh, Damn it. You I fucked me on that one, man. <laughs> so, I still would have got it wrong anyway. Being smart. Did, being you, did you say The Condemned before? Yeah. Okay. That was the last one. <laughs> I, and I only said... I, I, really? I think he should that one. Man. I think he should and I, only, and I only said The Condemned because it was on today. I saw it on the guide. Last category. I actually saw the... I liked it, man. Yeah. Well, you guys hated it because you had I didn't the bad experience. He walked it out. I, you had the bad experience with the I fucking the end front of it. row. So I don't know yet. You snuck in and then you got in. You got in. You snuck in. You got kicked out. I was sitting next to the yeah, sure. fabulous Mula. Hit me, baby, year. one more time. Right. These are foreign objects commonly used in a match. <laughs> oh, we, we got this. I hope so. Get we this got right. this. You get this right, you go into the bonus rounds. You still win that shirt. And oh, wait. You. Go. I'm sitting in it. Chair. I could climb on it. Ladder. I could get crashed on it. Table. That's right. Um, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Ho! Uh, two by four. That's right. Uh, Triple H with the... Knock him over with the... Uh, sledgehammer. That's right. Uh, Sting has a... Baseball bat. That's right. Nice. And you could... When you get hit... When, at the beginning of the match, you ring hear... Ring a bell. Ring. That's right. Let's go! With to the next one. 25 seconds left. Good job. <laughs> Yeah, that was the easiest category, though, man. <laughs> That's why I said it was first. Objects. Here we go. That's why I said it first. So you, you didn't win the main round, but you do advance to the bonus rounds. Now, if we get this one, then he could win the t-shirt. Right? Still, t-shirt's still in play. The match game. Watch the match game? No. What's, which one? What how does that the work? Match game? I, I don't even know. How does that work? You watched it last week. Uh, I read you a sentence or a phrase with a blank in it. Ugh. Your answer has to match Abel's answer. How can the bonus round? How, how can the bonus round? How can the bonus round be a completely different game now? That's how we, that's how we do this. It's fucked up, man. You ready? So it's not even pyramid anymore. So don't wait. Wait. So expl- explain it to me again. I'm too busy looking at Dana Brooke. I read you a sentence with a blank in it. You have to fill that blank in with a word or phrase of your choosing. What you, you think best completes the sentence? Your answer has to match Green and Ann's answer. All right. Are you ready? Oh, Don't say your answer until Greenman's locked his answer in. You ready? You understand? Yeah, I guess. I got to come up with a word after he finishes writing. Or a phrase. <clears throat> What's the question? Wait, we got to listen to the question first. And we got to get in sync. During the Attitude Era, in the late 90s, Vince McMahon called himself the genetic jackhammer. Now, 20 years later, he calls himself the generic blank. The generic. Think of your answer. Don't say any answers. Let Abe Green Man lock his answer in. <laughs> this is hard. This man called himself the genetic jackhammer. Genetic. Now, 20 years later, he calls himself the genetic blank. You lock your answer in. It's like you gotta get in my head, and I gotta get in your head. <laughs> There's nothing in here to get into. <laughs> 
I'm at a loss. Genetic, not generic. I mean, I mean, generic, not geriatric. Is it genetic or generic? Genetic. Genetic. Okay. Genetic. He calls himself today the genetic jackhammer. Genetic. Twenty years ago, now he calls himself the genetic blank. Oh, there's so many great answers. So many. Did you lock one in? So many. Locked in? No. What's your answer? No, that's cheating, man. Stop. <laughs> I don't want to cheat. Wait, I want to change it. Nope. Do I change it? You're locked it in. Now I got to think of the word he thought of? Yeah, that's stupid. That sucks. No? You don't like me? No. That's how I wanted see to him, change see, it. CM taps. That sucks too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got to come up with the same word he yeah. thought of? Yeah. That's crazy. That's out of nowhere. Um, the genetic jackhammer 20 years ago is now the genetic blank. What the fuck, man? So age, a man ages over 20 years. Obviously. So what happens though? He gets old. The, gene- the genetic grandfather? That's all Final I got. answer? Yeah. Hey, we'll show your answer. Grandfather, that's correct. That wasn't that's your answer. <laughs> well, he said you're freak. Genetic freak. How can he make that jump from Jack <laughs> Howard to freak? That's what a funny. fucking... I didn't even connect it. <laughs> I was thinking of Big Papa Pump. Last week's was um, CM Punk lost so fast in his UFC debut. Instead of CM Punk, his wife now calls him CM Blank. What would you say? CM Stunk. Uh, That's a good one. You got to come up with a rhyme. He said taps. CM taps because he tapped at the the match. CM Flunk. Erwin, you've been here the whole show. We're we're still going to give you a t-shirt anyway. Just for participating. Just participating <laughs> for being the voice, the man of a thousand opinions. Uh, that's all I got. Anything else? Well, if you are playing along with this week's drinking game, we set flat six times. Oh, that's not bad. Erwin, anything else you want to say? Uh, no, just fucking let Naomi come out last already, all right? Stop squashing her in these fucking petty ways. That's all. All right, Erwin, thank you so much for being here. Enjoy your new t shirt. <laughs> well, the green man. I am Michael J. Putty. Oh, but you're cutting me off. With what? To be part of the conversation, oh, follow us at a shot of wrestling on Facebook and Instagram, and shot of wrestling no a on Twitter for all your news updates. This show is from the fans and to the fans, and this is your forum to discuss your thoughts, have fun with it, and who knows, your thoughts could be part of next week's show. For more information or to be part of games or be a sponsor, email us at, a sh- at inbox at a shot of wrestling.com. Now you may proceed, Michael J. Party out. Hey baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh my. And maybe you seem a bit confused, yeah baby, but I got you pinned. Ha 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 But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night everybody! <laughs>